So, we said we weren't going to talk about this again until more facts came out. And more facts are still coming out, but this needs to be discussed. And I think enough facts have come out that yeah. we can, can discuss address. more. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, that's part two of the A.B. Antonio Brown saga. Uh, and where we last left off was he had been signed by the New England Patriots. Uh, he wasn't going to play that week, week one of the NFL season. But he was going to return to play week two, which he did. He was released two days before week three last week. So that was Friday. He was released by the Patriots. Patriots played Sunday and won. They blew the Jets out. They blew my New York Jets out. Uh, the Antonio Brown saga continues. Um, where we're at right now is he didn't say he retired from the NFL, but he went on a Twitter storm uh, before the games on Sunday. So I'm thinking about titling this episode Twitter Fingers because I think that did a lot more damage than good. Oh, he he exiled himself. I actually think we may see Colin Kaepernick playing the NFL again before we ever see A.B. in the NFL. <laughs> and I don't think we are ever going to see Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. And that that's its own story and saga in its own right. Um, which maybe one day we'll get into. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Um, but right now we're talking about A.B. And for those who, you know, go back, listen to it. Was, I think it was our first one we put out, right? Yeah. If not, in the maybe the first three. It was within the early stretch. I think the first one we actually put out was the Shemu. Yeah, yeah, it was the Shemu. The and, then, uh, and then what constitutes fast food. So I think it was within the first three or four. Uh, and just, just a quick side note, and not to throw you off, but you think he's headed to the XFL? That, that's part of what I want to talk about. Because he didn't officially announce his retirement. What his tweet said was, I'm done with the NFL. I'm not playing in the NFL again. He said owners and can can you know avoid guarantees with no repercussions, and the NFLPA doesn't back me out. He says going on 29 million in two months, which is the amount of guarantees he's lost, and probably more than that, man, because he lost like 29 on its own from the Raiders, and like he had like 10 guaranteed from the. Uh, from the uh, from the Patriots, it's like thirty nine million in two months. But you're gonna have to break this down, so because you're you're gonna have to break this down as to whether or not any of this was justified. What happened is okay. The the reason Patriots released him, the Patriots were willing to stand by him through you know the sexual assault allegations. Uh, you it's know, been two women so far. It's or is it growing? It's two. It's two other allegations of misconduct, but uh, two sexual assault. But oddly enough. Those allegations came out after he was released, uh, released from the Raiders from Oakland. Uh, they said the one of them came out only because uh, he was negotiating a uh, the civil settlement with the girl who wanted the civil settlement who set this off. Uh, they were negotiating an uh, uh, NDA, so she couldn't discuss it. So they were negotiating confidentially. She wanted like two point something million. He was like, "Fuck no." Uh, clearly came out after the NDA, the time for confidential negotiations were up. And when the Patriots were signed, when he signed the Patriots contract, it said the Patriots released him because there was a clause in it that although they knew about the first one, they didn't know about the second accuser. And there was a clause that said he needed to make himself to make any situations or anything that could come up known that could 
factor into his availability for, you know, playing in games. But at the same time, you would think that people with this kind of cash flow, this kind of revenue, you're talking about team owners now, the Donald Sterlings. You know oh, what the first f- off, we're talking about Bob Kraft here. Owner, you know, family heir, you know, his family owns Kraft Foods. Bob Kraft, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, family owns Kraft Foods. But continue, that's the owner of the Patriots, but continue. So you would think that somebody that can go on Shark Tank and be able to compete financially with everyone on the panel, that they would have the know-how that in today's day and age, you got what we call the Bill Cosby effect, where when you got one, you got 100, you got 500. Once someone, just one, came out and said, A.B. did this to me, you have to expect that number two is following behind. Um, it, I mean, it's all to, to me, man. I hate to admit it. I'm but not even victim the, but, blaming. But, 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 but. E- even though it might be false, it might be bullshit because you got a lot of paper chases. It's an allegation. It's an allegation is what it is. That's why I treat them but all as allegations. you have to expect the allegations at least. You have to. You have to. And I get that. Uh, I think it's bigger than that. Tom Brady saying that he wanted A.B. to live in his crib while he got situated. Tom Brady wants to be the greatest quarterback. Tom Brady wants to play until he's 50. Tom Brady's like 43 right now, 45. Something crazy. I think it's like 45 right now. Tom Brady's a lot older than an NFL quarterback should be. And he's still winning. And he's still winning. And he's going to win at least one more before his career ends. And he had a chance. I think we all saw what happened when the Giants beat the Patriots on their way to the first perfect season ever in NFL history. I mean, 19-0. and 0, Perfect season was done by, I think, the 73 Dolphins. Uh, but 19-0. It, 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 was, it was good to us because we're to New us. Yorkers. We're New Yorkers. Uh, I'm not a Giants fan, but to see the Patriots lose to a New York it, team, nonetheless, warmed my heart. And then the manner it happened, one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. One of the greatest moments in a Super Bowl ever. Um, but continue on on A.B. When you look at the whole thing, and the whole, the, everything of the AB, the one thing that leaps out at me that is one thing that no one discusses enough and is the erraticness of his decisions and everything that has happened. And it is one thing that I have not heard a single sports commentator discuss. And the only places I see it discussed is in comment sections on stories involving him that come from ESPN, you know, Bleacher Report from wherever the fuck you get it from Barstool. It's the only way, pl- place you will see it because you won't see it or anything that covers the NFL because the NFL doesn't want to talk about. And I think we have to reach the point where are we seeing CTE play out? And I think the erratic length of the decision and what led to his release is what I want to get to here is that uh, the second accuser uh, said that uh, she hired a lawyer because she felt for safe because apparently he texted her. And was threatening her and texted a, kid, a picture of her kids and her family and made some threatening it's remarks. Like, bro, do the you NFL, not know that technology is traceable? Yes, but even before that, the NFL, they call the NFL the there security. There is no before that they, in no, China. But I want, I want to tell you something before we go forward here. They call the NFL's, you know, the people who investigate for them, the Gestapo. You know who the Gestapo was? Hitler's secret police, the SS. They call the NFL security the Gestapo. The NFL finds out stuff and information that sometimes the police in these areas and their security services, because most of them are retired 
federal or you know local law enforcement and higher ups people that have you know are involved a lot of them you know former intelligence in the military you know the nfl pays for security and to have these people you know find out the information they do for the fact that they had already met with the accuser the patriots for the way they handled aaron hernandez you know they don't play that shit after aaron hernandez they can't risk it that you were able to Although you can squeak around what you, your coach staff, anyone may have known. You did. You did. You got away with it. But you couldn't have another fucking public shit like this come up. They had to have investigated to the point where they felt comfortable to let him be there on the team. And for him to have done that again and have gotten into the trouble he did, they felt, listen, we just can't. I feel like for the Patriots, a team, there are two teams in the NFL who are going to take a shot on anyone. And the fact that the Cowboys haven't signed him yet. The Patriots and the Cowboys are going to take that shot on a, a talent like him. The fact that the Patriots took that shot and the Cowboys haven't taken it now, I don't think it has anything to do He's with it. He's headed to the XFL. I think he is. Um, I think, I, I think uh, and, and here's what I want to talk about and when that, it comes to the that, XFL. I think that, I think it comes in with Vince McMahon. That tweet solidified. He didn't, he, he didn't say he retired. Uh, I think everything he said, like I said, he exiled himself. You, called, himself. you called out the owner of your team, the team that signed you after everything. You called out Bob Kraft. For those of you who don't know, Bob Kraft was inv- uh, arrested in a prostitution sting uh, somewhere in Florida last year or the year before last at somewhere where apparently uh, the women who were there were like forced into it through sex trafficking. Uh, you can read about that on your own. He called out Ben Roethlisberger, his former quarterback in Pittsburgh, twice accused of rape. Uh, I don't remember too much about the first time. I remember it happened the first time. The second time, I remember reading those documents. And he was essentially walking around the club drunk with his dick hanging out of the zipper of his pants. And he caught a girl in the bathroom. And, you know, what happened, happened. Uh, I think they call that craft cheese. He crafted some cheesy shit. <laughs> and he got away with it. He got, he got a bullshit suspension if he did that year. I can't really remember. I think he appealed and got off. I can't remember uh, from this. I remember it happened. Uh, he called out Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp uh, left the NFL Network because he was accused of sexual assault. Um, I'm trying to think of who Is else that he why called he started out. Smoking black and mounds? I don't know the Uncle Shannon with the jack talking about all that. I'm trying to think of that to me was a media play to try to keep him in the graces of the people. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who else he called out. A few other people in those uh, tweets, and I, I had to. Uh, I had to send them to someone who uh, doesn't have Twitter at this day and age. The only thing that bothers me about this situation is the fact that. We live in a day and age where you can be at home and ruin your life. <laughs> like back in the day, you had to like be somewhere in a public area and do something in front of public people that are going to destroy your public image. And now you can be on the toilet and just accidentally upload a tweet while you're drunk. And now you're going to work for Vince McMahon. <laughs> and I think that even plays into it more. He is a nationally known villain right now. Like, bro, where else do these the people go? Where do you right go now? right now besides the, the the XFL? I think Vince McMahon may try to get Greg Hardy. I think he. I don't think Greg Hardy's going to make great money doing UFC. But because he's still Vin, young and talented. But because Vince McMahon but knows think, how to market villains. I think beyond the villain football aspect, I think Vince is going to put him as a villain in the ring. Not heavy, but a put over. Oh yeah. I, I see that. That's, that's an I easy see that. crossover. And, and, and I can see Vince as WWE having the pockets they do, helping. You, you might not make that forty million, 
but you'll make a nice chunk of it back through Vince McMahon. So he probably came off better than he would have if he just stayed in the league. We don't know, man. We know he bamboozled the NFL. You know, I know the owners and everyone's not too happy about that. I know that a lot of people feel he's only, you know, had owners came out because he challenged the power structure in the way he did, and he won. And it made the NFL. I, I want you to think about one thing here uh, while we have a second here. Uh, you know, a lot of the things the NFL players argue about why they want to always be the richest contract ever for their position, that, that, that whatever they're doing, is because they know more guaranteed money comes with it. NFL contracts are not guaranteed beyond the guaranteed money that we have seen through AB and through other people can be voided through, you know, contractual clauses. And a lot of them want guaranteed money. The day, uh, a few hours after he signed with the Patriots, it came out Julio Jones. You don't know who Julio Jones is. One of the more upstanding, you know, good guy receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a great, talented receiver. One of those guys in the lines with... Uh, like a Heinz Ward, like a Larry Fitzgerald, those guys who were really good and just never really like in trouble in the spotlight doing the wrong thing, like Randy Moss T.O. level talent without the divaness is Julio Jones. And he signed a deal with his deal almost up for way less than he would have got. Uh, he signed a three-year deal for $66 million with 64 of it guaranteed. That is unheard of for NFL money. He could have signed a deal and gotten like a hundred million with maybe forty, no, thirty, forty in that range guaranteed. But past that, when you get it early, they don't have to pay you anymore. They could drop you early, get hurt anything. And what he did made the league take notice. These guys could do that. And he already put the league on notice and changed things, man. And I think that's a problem that, that he did more. I think everything else matters, but I think other stuff matters too. I think Antonio Brown with this stunt, with this career dive, with him diving backwards, he solidified himself as a celebrity. Oh, yeah. And I think now he's not just a football player. I think now he's going to have more endorsements. He's endorse- a bona fide celebrity. He's going to have more endorsement deals. He's going to have more products coming out. And People, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way Kaepernick got the support from the brands and everybody was putting out a Kaepernick brand and all that shit, bro, AB's next. AB is, man, and, you know, it's a lot of stuff, man. It's a lot, but you you guys know where to follow us, man. You already know. At Bud and Roach, we do the fucking hurt. We do the fucking hurt.